0: Well, and in, in, here's one thing I got to say to you guys out there, and girls. Don't guess if you don't have to. We don't have to anymore. Mm-hmm. We can we can haul this horse to a vet clinic. We can call the vet out. We can shoot a radiograph and look at it instantly. We can shoot a radiograph. We can shoe the horse, and then radiograph it again instantly and see our results. With more than 15 years of equine
1: sports medicine and rehab experience, the visionary and founder of Performance Equine Vet Services and Equine Performance Innovative Center, your host, veterinarian Alberto Rulon is here to keep you informed on all things sports medicine, rehabilitation, and equine business. This is A Stride Above. Hey, good afternoon or good morning. Alberto Rujan here. I'm with Clayton Wilber. Um, we're going to continue our previous interview. If you haven't watched the previous video, don't miss it. Some great information. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to continue our conversation on some anatomy, some hoof balance we were talking about. We were talking about radiographing and how important radiographing the horse is for a sure, a farrier, no matter how. No matter how experienced that farrier is, um, so let's continue this conversation. I'm very intrigued on your approach on how you are very humble enough to say, "No, I would like to see radiograph of this horse. It's going to help me to get this proper balance and help this horse perform or keep him a good performance."
0: Right. Well, and here's one thing I got to say to you guys out there and girls. Don't guess if you don't have to. We don't have to anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We can we can haul this horse to a vet clinic. We can call the vet out. We can shoot a radiograph and look at it instantly. We can shoot a radiograph. We can shoe the horse, and then radiograph it again instantly and see our results. Mm-hmm. Why go? I think that looks pretty good. And and I and I know for a lot of you out there, I'm kind of preaching. That you feel that it might be fairy tale, it's not. Build a relationship with your veterinarians. Build a relationship with the people around you, and you don't always have to agree. You don't always have to get along. But let me tell you something, farriers out there. You don't have to get along with that veterinarian. They don't have. You don't have to be best friends. You don't have to go to dinner. You don't have to have drinks on Friday night. But. He has an education and tools that you need, or she. Um, veterinarians, you don't have to like that farrier, but if he's got a forge and drives a nail pretty good and understands a foot, he has tools you need. So, now that that's kind of out of the way, to you know, because that's a topic that, that needs covered and needs based internationally, I feel. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, not, that's not just here in Ocala or Florida or Texas, or wherever. I think it's an international deal. And, you know, there's, there's farriers out there and veterinarians out there trying to build relationships like that. Now, how it affects me daily is, you know, we, you can preach to these people what hoof balance is. But until you as a farrier can prove it to yourself, that you can physically do it. That radiograph. Also you as a farrier. Gives you the confidence you need to do your job. Without a doubt. It also gives that client. The confidence they need. For you to do your job. That's huge as well. So. Little things like. We shot this horse. Everything looks good. He's not. Quite right. We shoot him a couple of times. We had some distortion in the pain to the lateral heel. You know, why? Why can't we? It looks good. Everything's right. He's tracking straight. He's landing true. Everything looks good. Well, let's shoot a lateral. Man, we line up. We're at center rotation. Our breakover is right. Our heels are right. Oh, we shoot a DP. We're twisted in the hoof capsule a little bit. Which, to the eye, everything looks in the hoof caps a little bit. Now our joint spaces are here medial and here lateral. What's happened is, is it doesn't set dead right in there, so now we have a medial lateral imbalance and didn't see it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important. That's why balance is so important, because we can't guess, you know, with a lot of these horses for years... Heard ring lameness, ring lameness, ring lameness. When we take the proper amount of radiographs and diagnostics and blocks and ultrasounds and we use all of this, radiograph is the cheapest way to maintain it. Mm Mm-hmm. Once you have your prognosis and you've done your treatment and you've done all this, on a horse that is a roller coaster ride anyway, let's just say an eggshell radiographs every six months can save you a crash a year. That's right.
1: Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question with regards to that. Um, Let's talk about the education that the typical farrier gets on radiograph. You just mentioned a couple of words. Center of rotation, joint spaces, lateral, which is a colloquial term for a lateral medial view on radiograph. Obviously, you see a lot of radiographs on a daily basis. And this is even a question for me. How much radiographic education do the average farrier get when they are in farrier school, and how do they learn how to use it? As far as I know, none. None? Far Wait far a side. minute. Wait a minute. Were you telling us that you want to see radiograph twice a year on a horse, but there's not enough? There's no education on radiograph. Sounds like a room for opportunity here, huh? Right, Chris. We'll, we'll get to that later mm-hmm. okay great that's that's very good to know so having said that
0: now that is in school okay you can get it elsewhere
1: okay tell me about that um because we want to know uh, i want our clients we a lot of our a lot of clients horse people listen to this podcast so how do they know that their farrier is educated enough on these topics that we're talking about
0: well, and here's the other part, you know, through through your clients and stuff. Uh, the first thing I do is when I get a set of radiographs, I don't discuss it with the client. If you're the vet that took the radiographs, I call you and say, Alberto, let's talk about this. What do we got? How do we do this? What is your plan of approach? And then as two professionals, we discuss the, the protocol, what we're going to do, what you're going to do, what I'm going to do. We discuss that, and then we go through that plan. Okay, and then when you and I have a plan, you and I take it to the client. Mm
1: -hmm. Perfect.
0: That is the best way to handle it. And you keep it professional, and you you build a plan, and you stick to it. If that plan varies, the client is the first to know. Mm -hmm. That's how you build that trust. That's how you build that within your clientele. And then... the the, and some of the stuff for like me there was nothing out there for me to learn to read radiographs. when i started doing it it was films Mm -hmm. it'd take two weeks for the vet to take their radio they take them and then they go take and then two weeks later if you're lucky you'd get to meet them for lunch Mm -hmm. otherwise you were waiting six weeks till the vet come back and you look at these films that are six weeks old and now what are they worth You know, you don't know what changed. All you got to do is go, all you can go by is what was Uh then. But for me, I was that guy that when the vets were looking at the radiographs and talking about it, they were telling me move. Uh I'd walk right up in the middle of them and go, what are you seeing? You tell me what you're seeing. What don't you like? What do you like? How do I manipulate that? How do I help that? Uh You know, and, and. And for you young people out there, for you horse owners, get in the middle of it. Don't stand back and and if, if there's a question not answered, not asked and answered when you're there, a lot of times you're disengaged and going, they're just doing their thing. Let me let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. Become part of it. And I don't care if you're the farrier or the vet looking in on the farrier side of it or the owner or the trainer. Because that is how I learned to read radiographs. I drove those vets crazy.
1: That, That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. So do you think that there is an opportunity for some courses farriers can take, whether it's apprenticeship, doing an internship with you, or doing an internship with us, or... or even online courses that they yeah, can totally. get into and and learn and benefit
0: from this. Yes, I really do. Right, I I I think and and I think there's an opportunity for the ones that want to do it. Yeah, because you know I hear all the time clients say, "Well, my fair told me that he just don't need a radiograph," and that's what I mean. because I need it." So
1: I you know? yeah. I have found out that in the industry, even in the veterinary industry, we kind of have to wait for the clients to demand something of us, for us to do it. Kind of the profession has has done that. Maybe the uh, clients will start demanding.
0: Well, and more. And what people don't realize is, by the farrier not helping you, they're setting you up for failure. Yeah, and vice versa. Because, like, if I have a horse that's, that you're going to see or, or the vets that I work with are going to see, and the horse is laying, the first thing I'm going to tell them is this horse probably needs radiograph, ultrasounds, and le- they're going to start with blocks. And then we're going to work from there. But when it comes time to taking pictures of the inside of that foot, don't tell them no. I am going to set you up as best I can for you to do your job. And that's the farrier's job as well, because they see us every four to six weeks. They see you three times a year. So, and it's not that they distrust you. It's they don't see you as much as we do, so it makes it harder for you as well. And for you horse owners, don't never forget that guy you only see twice a year, you know, because he's just as important, and he does need sometimes listen to that farrier that's giving you that little push. Because he needs that vet to do that as well.
1: I learned so much from farriers. I learned more from farriers than farriers learn from me. And one of the things that I truly like is when farriers push me to go the next. Mm -hmm. Think outside the box. Think different. Mm -hmm. Let's try the... Usually, one of the reasons I enjoy working so much with farriers is because... A lot of farriers don't have ten years of book reading, right. but they have twenty years of plain, Break hard it, fix education. It. Break it, fix it, and we're gonna Try
0: get, it, fix it. We're
1: gonna get to this in the next episode. This was a great, great topic on the client ferry relationship on how we come together to help horses. And in the next episode, we'll talk more about this and we'll continue. Our conversation. Thank you for joining us. Joining us, I'm Alberto Rujan with Clayton Wilber. See you next time.